Why, hello everyone. I'm Ashley. Hey, what's good, y'all? I'm Elston. And welcome to our podcast, Speaking, Speaking Our, our language. language. That was good. That was, that was, <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. But yo, Ash, tell them about the podcast. Okay, so we created this generational podcast to focus on uplifting Black culture, building community, and honestly, creating a space for young people in their 20s to figure out life together. So with that said, let's just hop into the episode. Okay, let's do it. All right, so to keep the ball rolling within our Black and Love series, we thought it would be a perfect time to talk about romantic love. Yes! I know that a lot of us are in different stages, whether single, in a relationship, in a situationship, married, wherever you are, we wanted to dedicate some time to talk and unpack these different experiences. So to kick this off, we decided to reach out to a friend to come on and share some of her experiences dating, you know, especially during the pandemic. So let me give you a little bit of background about her. First off, her name is Joya Fodu, and she is one of my dearest, dearest friends, OMG. But her main mission in life is to empower online and offline communities. As an associate brand marketing manager, she has been recognized as one to watch in the marketing and technology industry, centering black people and girls in her programming, mentorship, art, and digital content her work has been featured in the LA Times, Refiner29, Pop Sugar, People, Adweek, Blavity, and more. She creates digital content about dating and technology for a community of more than 20,000 people online. So yes, she is in her bag. Yes, she is doing her thing. Yes, she is phenomenal and single, okay? So let's call her up and let's get this conversation going. Why, hello. Hey. Yo, 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 what's good? Oh, if omg how are you how are you doing i feel alive i'm so excited to be talking to you both today i'm a big uh, fan likewise, likewise. Oh i was i listened to season one i'm excited to get into season two <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much joy you've been doing so much dope stuff on your instagram and just using your platform to just empower inspire and just have fun and i love seeing you thrive Thank you for recognizing that. It's been so weird. I've been online for many years, you know, making content, like stupid little videos and stuff and posting my photography. And I feel like, you know, being at the social platform that I'm on, the corporate work that I've done has definitely been seen by millions of people. Mm -hmm. But to have my own individual comedy video, you know, not branded, no <laughs> models or like no stylist or anything to distract, like just completely me being ridiculous in my bedroom. For like 2 million people to see that in the past week and a half has just been nuts. Yes! So I'm trying to <laughs> deal with all of that inbound. I love that. I love the reward <laughs> on vulnerability. Like you took a chance and look how it's like working for you. You know what else? I just had to shoot my little virtual shot. <laughs> that's, what I that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, it's so good to hear that you're doing well. We're doing pretty good over here. You know, it's a long weekend, so we're really excited about that. Facts. So, everyone, any fun plans for Valentine's Day? We got significant. I want to hear yours mm. before I volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. Okay. Well, you know, your girl over here is single and she is chilling. I decided that I'm going to have like a pamper day on valentine's day like i'm got like i got a whole like microdermabrasion like skin thing so i'm like really gonna do the full like 
skin makeover do my nails like and then i'm going to also make myself like a great brunch all right now i'm thinking of making like banana waffles and like bacon and like all the nine and then for dinner i'm either gonna make garlic noodles and like prongs like crustacean style or a nice steak yes i do eat steak even though i'm pescatarian <laughs> but <laughs> steak's an exception but yeah it's a very low mellow just pamper time with ash <laughs> And you're a great chef. So when you say you're making something, oh. like if I was to say I was making something, you know, true. I make like ice and rice. You know what I'm saying? But you <laughs> Yo, actually, no way. You make food food. So that's different. Good for you. Thank you. Elston, do you want to go next? And then Joy, fine. Mine's when I compare. Um, I'm not going to hold you. I really don't have any plans. I'm going to just chill and, you know, treat like a regular day. Happy to be, you know what I'm saying? Happy to be here. Blessed. Um, if anything, I'll probably give my mom like a little gift and like surprise her. But other than that, I'm going to be chilling. Okay. Interesting. Didn't hear a relationship status in that update, but we'll stand Ooh, by. as you can tell. <laughs> I love the energy. As you can tell, I'm single, so I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I, if I was chilling on Valentine's Day, that would probably be a little bit of a problem. I mean, I don't know. Some people get comfortable. I This is the first Valentine's Day in seven years where I've been single. Mm. So mm. that's really interesting for me. Like, we've always had you know, some kind of a plan or I received some kind of gift or something or went on a trip. So this is the first one where I'm really chilling. And I was definitely asked out twice Mm -hmm. on Valentine's Day. But to me, I think it's more of a special holiday, like to spend with someone you've really known from time. So I I appreciated, you know, it. I'm just like, "Mm, let me spend this holiday doing what I do best, which is studying for grad school <laughs> and completing completing my my projects i'm a master's of science student right now so i actually plan to spend valentine's day just you know hammering out my work and i think that that is probably not the most romantic way to spend the day but it's my preferred way like mm. i'm not feeling sad about being single this valentine's day it actually makes mm. me kind of excited it's like wow like i left the door open to possibility and i didn't settle for like you know, any of the people that are just trying to rush to get into something, it's not difficult to be in a relationship with anyone. You know, there are plenty of guys or plenty of women, plenty of non-binary people who want to be in a relationship, but it's even harder, in my opinion, to uphold your standards and wait for that person. So if you are single because you've been meeting people and putting yourself out there, but still waiting for yours, like to me, that's something that I celebrate. So I actually feel pretty comfy and cozy being single on this Valentine's Day. I like the answer. I like that. That inspired me. Now I'm thinking, well, you know what? I'm going to step out of my box, probably play the self-love playlist that we've created mm, and probably focus on my go. fellowship work. You know what I'm saying? Data yeah. science. I need to focus on some projects. Pour into yourself. Get my, yeah. Get myself ready. Invest in myself. Mm. Like, so that's what I'm going to be doing inspired by Joy. Thank you for that. You're quite welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we can dive into like the topic of this episode of black and love being that it is following valentine's day we wanted to really pay attention to the different dynamics that go into a more romantic love you know there's a single phase there's also the dating phase there's a relationship and marriage and that's why we decided to have joy come on because she's really been thriving in the dating space and kind of using her platform to 
show like the different experiences that she may be having and like what it's like to be on dating apps and things like that so even though we're in a pandemic joy i did want to kick this off by asking how has dating been during the pandemic like what it is now is that what you envisioned at the start of the pandemic or yeah how how has that been for you Thank you. I can remember, this is so weird because I can remember taking my little pandemic walk, you know, kind of at the start of this thing, like listening to speaking hour, like just being (laughs) outside, like, oh, look at my friend doing nice things. I'm like still being in a relationship at that time to now where I'm like on the podcast and single. It makes you go like, how long have we been in here? (laughs) I am so scared by that thought, but it's been pretty fun. Like, that's the word that I I like to give people. It's probably not apparent by some of the trials and tribulations that I broadcast on my Instagram. (laughs) I like to show people all of the painful, awkward, lazy, relatable kind of parts of dating, because I think that's where you actually get the humor. Mm -hmm. But all in all, actually, it's been super fun. I kind of reserve that for my close friends and show people, hey, when I actually get excited to get dressed up and go out on a distance date. Or when I get that text back, you know, or get that swipe (laughs) and that match, like just trying to celebrate all the little parts of dating, even if it doesn't lead to a relationship or that relationship. So when I started out, I do remember thinking, wow, like there are no more Oakland day parties, you know what I'm saying? No more toasted (laughs) lives, no more corporate functions, no more airport business lounges. Like I'm not going to be run up on by any sugar daddies or anything this is gonna be challenging his jokes i'm just i'm telling it like it is exactly we all say that when a sugar daddy approaches us like we will be ready you know what i'm saying we say we're ready to get our coin but you're really not ready when it happens to you you're really not ready i remember sitting down this is a random tangent am i allowed to go on tangents yes yes you can sure please i was gonna ask like please i need a scenario like what happened I was somewhere between Europe and the United States. Don't quite remember where, but I was in a lounge traveling very frequently. And, you know, this older, you know, lovely looking black man, like, approached me. He's like, oh, hello. You know, I'm just cutting my toast or something. I was like, hello. You know, I'm awkward. (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't getting the vibes. And then I go sit down and he sits down next to me. I was like, oh, you know, like kind of across from me trying to engage me. And he's reading his paper on my laptop. But, I mean, we're talking about someone who definitely could be my like older father if not grandfather oh so, okay that's the age well, yeah. so that's he why, <laughs> but he's smooth with it I like was not just buttering my toast <laughs> just buttering my toast i was not picking up on the vibes at all i was such a duckling and then he was like you know where were you traveling to right and then it all kind of clicked in my head really fast like that Issa ray meme where she's doing that yeah. like, where are you traveling to and i said sir far far away (laughs) literally i was like joy why did you do that but then he's like you know where are you traveling to and i just feel all the fight or flight in my muscles so like i was not ready to be approached with an offer that would change my life at that point and i wasn't ready i wasn't the exact same thing i said far far away twice and he got the hint and then got up and left so i think unfortunately you know with the pandemic, those type of encounters don't happen. Yeah. Right, right. So you have to really create your own opportunity. Like I had to hop on apps. It's awkward for people. 
Um, I know a lot of folks are kind of traditional like me where it's like, actually, like, though being online is fun, I would love to form a genuine connection with someone that I've kind of known or seen around. And mm-hmm. you can try to shoot your little studio shot, but it's a pandemic. So that connection is really lost. And hopping on the apps has been the best way to kind of meet people. Wow. No joy. And we're going to dive. I want to dive a little deeper into this dating apps, but I I can relate to. I was also a traditional person and like liking to meet people when you're out and like being in New York or like California and like these bigger cities. It's way easier to meet people. Not saying everyone you meet is worth dating, but it's like just nice to know that you can form these little moments and connections and stuff like that. And now with this pandemic, it was like, Either you're going to be by yourself, you know, if you're not in a relationship because you really can't find nobody and you can't really trust nobody during a pandemic or you got to go to dating apps Mm. or, you know, go into a virtual space and like try to find out what it means to be vulnerable to like figure out what it means to set it's, it's a different space of relearning how to date in a virtual way, you know, actually, you brought up a great point with the trust, like as as opposed to normal times. Now you're sitting down and you have to figure out, is this person on the app because they are bored and lonely mm-hmm. and just need attention or need oh, wow. affection? Is- mm-hmm. Or is it because they're genuinely like interested in meeting people, finding a relationship? And of course, that exists to some degree in mm-hmm. a non-pandemic time. But now it's bad, bad. Like these are men who have not had. I've talked to them like, oh, I haven't been on a date in eight months. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa. Like, And then <laughs> no you, you just have this check with yourself. I mean, and I kind of get it. Or I haven't been in a relationship in over a year. I'm like, wow, like it doesn't feel like a long time. But once you factor in quarantine, you're like, okay, I can see how that would have happened to you. I can see how you just focused on your work or focused on grief or focused on, you know, there's a lot going on. So it's just a weird realm where you really need to factor in the trust element of not only are these strangers I don't know, but I have to trust their intentions too. Yeah, it's definitely a very interesting space. And, you know, there's a wide array of dating apps. So, Joy, I know you said that you have, like, used dating apps before. Elson, have you used dating apps before? No, I'm listening to y'all. I'm like, I'm pretty traditional. I think just about (laughs) that genuine connection. I feel like, as Joey's saying, it sounds like it can be hard to find that on the app, which is like, I think work that I'm not necessarily willing, you know what I'm saying? To try to figure out like, okay, let me talk to you first and get your picture, do kind of stuff. I'm like, I'd rather just like feel the vibe out. Cause I'm like, I'm big on energy. So it's like, okay, off the energy, I already know like, I just could, this is what it's hidden for. It's not, I think like having to look, search, then talk, to get your hopes up, expectations. And I also realized something I was saying too, is really interesting about, it's a lot of dating, but like the world's still going on. So it's like dating people in the midst of like all this chaos that's happening in yeah. the world where it's like, Maybe you could be a certain person, but I don't know how you are when it's like certain things affect you. Or I could be meeting you at a certain time in your life where it's like, ooh, not for me. (laughs) This is not for me. Like, I always talk about people like handling grief and handling all these certain things. Like, you'll learn that on the other side of that person, which I think I'm afraid of, like, finding out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think in genuine terms where, like, if you're back in the world, it'd be a little different if, like, now that landscape is super. Complicated. Super complicated. Gotcha. Yeah. That's fair. No, you brought up a lot of good points. And honestly, I tried out a few dating apps because of Joy, to be honest. Ooh, okay. <laughs> like, Joy, like. Wait, I, <laughs> I convinced you to download Yes, apps? Joy. And I say this because, <laughs> like, because I am a very traditional. I'm, <laughs> I'm a very traditional person. And I haven't been in a relationship for a long period of time because I was like, school, work. Like, I am sure. very, like about my business and I in my head I felt like I couldn't do both I can't get 
farther in life and through my career and do these different things that I want to do while also trying to like mm. date and be in a relationship. Like my mind just said, keep them separate. Like Ashley, get these good grades, get these internships, get these jobs, get these opportunities. Mm. And like, you'll worry about dating later. And I literally just watched a video before this where she was like, they aren't like mutually exclusive. Like they literally can work. Like, I think yeah. we have this preconceived notion that uh, like relationships and like healthy ones can't be in like a part of your life and you can't make time for them. And it's like, actually you can. So then I was like, okay, you know, it's been a long time. Let's see if Ashley still got it, you know? So, <laughs> no way. so I was like, let me just download a few. And I was like, mm, I can't do Bumble. I was like, Bumble, I can't be the one trying to start conversations all the time. Like that part is because some people's profile, they don't got nothing on there that's interesting. Cause you really be like, what can I fish from to start a conversation without <laughs> saying, Hey, right. how are you? You know? So then I was like, let me try hinge hinge gave a little bit more detail about people and had the, had the interesting questions. So yeah. Nah, you know so why you, you like hinge? Why? You don't have to shoot your shot on hinge. Cause you can make them start the conversation. <laughs> but that's I, why you like look, hinge. sometimes <laughs> I do start the conversation if they have something interesting okay. on their profile, you know, but then also you can set your preferences, which I like that part is nice because then I can just filter yeah. out like what is not for me and kind, of, <laughs> and kind of try to hone in on like what could potentially be but Joy oh, what are your like what's your favorite app what are your thoughts and your experiences okay so many thoughts on this and Elson I'm actually shocked you've never been moved to even download one because I feel like just being single off the temptation alone even if you don't take it too seriously you're like let me just see what's out there so I guess pop no, y'all, no, literally, y'all about to make me hop on. One. I'm like, I'm like, which ones? Okay, all right, take it back to the live. <laughs> See what it's hanging for. Like, okay, this is y'all body. Like, okay, this is how. Okay, no, I'm, I'm interested hey, to hear from you. Like, let's, since you put Ashley on, put me on. Let's begin. This is my this is my dating app guide of what I have tried so far. The model that I was the most interested in was the lead because the lead is an invite only waitlist mm. kind of app. Right, it functions almost like Clubhouse in that way. I must way. say, it sounds like Clubhouse. Yeah. It sounds real exclusive. <laughs> yes, real exclusive. So they have, you know, a good probably a couple million people on there, but they've been in business, and the way that they operate is they don't want to encourage that kind of fast culture. Mm. So they create tiered pricing to deter you from moving too quickly. So it's not a sit down, swipe, swipe, swipe. Instead, you're actually presented with only three people but meet your criteria every day. So, you're playing like so if you say, I prefer, it really feels like a bachelor. You're like, I want. <laughs> it's like a flavor of love. Like, all right. I got one clock left. Like who's about to get it? <laughs> but let me tell you the difference between league and flavor of love. The league prioritizes people based on professional and education. So it's like trying to create this elitist Ooh. league of people that you can pull from. So I can say, you know, I'm postgraduate. I want only men who have two degrees and are employed, right? And so it's matching your LinkedIn. <laughs> and okay, they actually cool. use your LinkedIn to try to help you. That's Isn't really. that crazy? They use your LinkedIn to try to help you avoid coworkers, but also oh. find professional men. So. That's good. Like, that's actually pretty, that's like a really smart but strategy, yeah, I feel I, like. You think, I feel like it sounds very, because I'm not saying like, because sometimes your person may not be, you know, yeah. have those 
traditional boxes that's true and that may not and mind you that's a that's a hard thing for me because for a long time i was like i need someone who's educated i need someone who and to a certain degree yes like i still need those things but i was so strict on like you needed to be at my level or more when it's like "Mm, ashley like what if you're meant to be with someone who's just a creative who like literally didn't go to college but like built this big foundation for themselves you know in a different way like you know it doesn't have to be so by the book so it's is like that a, is that a recent realization or like it's a know? recent realization okay, but then at the same time like after just like talking to a diff- few different people it's like mm, i like someone mm. who at least has a co- has college experience because no, like exactly college is such like transforming spe- like experience yeah. and like being able to talk about yeah. those things like mm, so i don't know i i feel like it has its pros and cons i would say I so far like, but i i think from experience like I hear a lot of conversations about when people are looking for someone, they are looking for someone who has certain credentials. Like, even if it's yeah. just like a basis, they're like, okay, this person needs to have this. This is like you're saying, like, you know, people have their own checklist, sometimes for the yeah. better, and sometimes that can, you know, prohibit them from even finding that mm-hmm. match. But I know there's some people who kind of get hung up on those things and it's like okay I, I need to make sure this person has his first before i even even like, like start a conversation yeah. or even like you know try to look for like but you know more love in that place when it comes to intentional dating that list i think people should actually hold on to mm. because what happens when you don't prioritize your list is you end up talking to people that you're just not that interested in and you're not passionate about like if you are someone who loves god and you are excited about it and you go to the church and do to do and then you match with someone who is an atheist, right? Mm-mm. Even if you are attracted to mm-hmm. that person yeah. and you, you know, they're educated and they check every other thing. If that one thing is important to you, it's going to come out. You're going to have a moment where you're just like, God is so good. And you look at that person and you kind of blinking at you like, all right, I respect it. You know? And that may not be enough for you. So I just really encourage people to hold on to their list because one of the worst pitfalls of dating apps is the plethora of choices, right? The overabundance of choice. Mm-hmm. So men, especially, I feel like do this just out of politeness. They feel like they can't be straight with you and like they'll just have women in their sort of rosters or just lineups of matches that they're not engaging with because they're not crazy about. And I'm like, no, nah, protect your list. If you mm-hmm. want someone who, you know, you are wildly attracted to, who is also of this religion and this height and this background and into these interests, hold on to that so you're not wasting the time of people who don't need it. So the lead to your point, I would say the disadvantages are that, you know, you're limiting yourself to a tiny pool. We know that black men, you know, when it comes to education statistics and also just employment and even just the attraction to like an elitist platform, like there was not, I guess, an abundance of choice in that regard. And I'm only interested in dating black men. So, the league for me after a couple different cycles, um, though I met two people from it and one person I dated for like two months um, or like went on dates with, talked to. I don't know what we call it these days. <laughs> I talked to someone for like two months on that app and it was great enriching conversation. Just, you know, didn't turn out. So cool app. I like that it slows people down as opposed to the traditional. But definitely after your pool is gone, if you're looking for something highly specific, then it's not turning back a lot of value for you. The next app, though, that I I recommend people on both Hinge and Bumble, like this is like the dynamic duo for me. Mm. Um, I like Hinge because to your point, you can have a racial preference Mm -hmm. and you can kind of look for that. And I think that the paid versions of both are actually really worth paying for. Really? Because 
I'd be what, skipping. They'd be like, <laughs> free trial. Like, it'd be like, actually, you're out of swipes. <laughs> you gotta wait 24 yeah. hours. Yeah, I'd be I'll like, come, I'll, I'll wait. come back. I'll come back. <laughs> I am in no rush. <laughs> you better watch TV for a little bit. <laughs> wait the day away. Come back tomorrow. Brand new opportunities, right? <laughs> I'm dead. That's how I started it, and then I realized, like, you know, just like you, Ashley, I'm like, I'm a businesswoman. Like, I'm full <laughs> time. Like, I'm a, I'm a graduate. That student come on and i've got these endeavors so it was actually a waste of my time to be mm. on non-paying plans of dating apps because i'm just sifting 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 through just so many people and i'm like <laughs> i'm not even interested in like eight, when i say a strong 80 percent of the yeah. people that i would come across yes. on non-paid. yes so i said it's t- yes i'll spend 80 maybe maybe funny though huh like going through swiping like that person's funny not for me yeah. like Look, you know, like, someone be right. looking. No, someone be looking. So, like, like they have all the boxes, and they says atheist. I said, mm, sorry, can't do it. Like, <laughs> yep. I'm like, you know what? It's just not for me. It's and you, okay. But that's important. Like you said about the list, having mm-hmm. those non-negotiables. Like mm-hmm. you know what you will. You know what I'm saying? There's a little room to you know just say okay, maybe I can work with that. I can make a compromise. But then there's some like things and aspects where you're like, I really can't compromise on that. Like that could yeah. be a deal breaker for me. I think sometimes in dating because like you want to maybe like date so bad or get to know a person you'll compromise on those deal breakers Whew, then again situations yeah. like wait why did i compromise again yeah. like this is exactly why i said i wouldn't do this mm-hmm. and like you try to get that person that space opportunity to be like okay show me something different but then do you have non-negotiables like we know we talked about like okay dating someone who, who maybe has like the same religious beliefs in you or like same like it's like spiritually aligned with you do y'all have like other non-negotiables yeah, I mean, Joy, I'm going to kick it back to you. I know that you, by doing the paid versions of these apps, probably to, you know, solidify your non-negotiables and your, like, you know, negotiables. So do you want to start based off of, like, what you've experienced? Yes, I definitely have my deal breakers and preferences. And what's cool about both apps is, like, at least or at least on Hinge, you can mark it as a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't even show me people who are outside of this range. Mm-hmm. Oh, or you can cool. stay flexible. So you know that mm, either the majority of people I'm seeing or everyone I'm seeing meets all the criteria. And it just, it gives you more of a peace of mind. You actually do slow down to evaluate each person because you know, wow, like whoever's surfacing right now is hitting everything. So, okay. Um, for me first, I'm interested in men. So it's a deal breaker for me. My age range <laughs> is a range, but it is a deal breaker. So I am 24 at the time of this recording. I would say that I'm actually more interested in men who are older. Men my age really aren't doing it for me. But wait, wait, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Wait, you're not gonna just gloss over that, like what? <laughs> so Uh-oh. what about the other 24 year old black men? Like what's 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 wrong with the peers? Man, and I've met, okay, I would say I've I've been out with, you know, maybe like four, four or five guys who are like right around my age. They feel like cool friends, you know, some of them, you know, even did become friends, which I think is like a blessing to meet a complete stranger and be like, yeah, actually, like I want you in my life as a friend. That's cool. That's cool. But they're not, ooh, I think I'm just, I'm in a place of career accomplishment. Hmm. and I've been able to travel as well and I have these like goals for my life I've always just been that person that is you know a couple years ahead in terms of like my maturity in social spaces Mm -hmm. so a lot of my friends who are 30 you know who are moving in and engaging and setting up these plans they're so shocked to learn how young I am because of how I carry myself 
And mm-hmm. I, I think it just makes a difference. It's not that when I'm with, you know, guys my age, I'm looking at them like, oh, you're so immature. But I think it's actually just more so like vision and like where they are in career. And to your point, Elston, like sometimes you're like, I just want to invest in me and I want to build and I want to grow. And people feel like a relationship can be distracting to that. Me, I'm someone who's coming from a depth of professional experience because I got started young. And also I've had seven years of committed relationship experience. So it just puts me in this like realm, I think, in this mindset that's a little different. Um, guys my age are still very much figuring out what they want and they just don't have always the maturity of I know how to court a woman and I know mm. what to do and I and I've got the car and I've got the apartment and I've got the money and I've got the that's just not where a lot of guys my age are and I can totally respect it so that's why I tend to date guys who are like 29 and up but my range is blissfully <laughs> open right now from like 20, 25 to 35 okay okay that's a good decade okay now more deal breakers distance like I'm talking to yeah. a couple guys who are in Southern California, but for the most part, I try to keep it like around me, like, you know, no more than an hour's drive. Ethnicity black is a deal breaker. Um, my religious deal breaker is Catholic, Christian, spiritual, or agnostic, because I feel like those are the realms that, you know, I sort of like play in and am comfortable with. Height is a deal breaker. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to make some people mad on this here Speaking Our Language podcast. But I am a woman who is five eight and a half, five nine, right? When okay. guys are on dating apps, they absolutely lie about their height. I just <laughs> they do. Oh, they crying. definitely do. When they I definitely tell you, do. Someone told me. Someone told me that they were five eleven. And why did I show up to the day? And they couldn't have. They couldn't have been taller than five eight. They were shorter than me. <laughs> I said, "How did you think this was gonna play out?" <laughs> And it's not any disrespect to men who are shorter. It's just about being upfront with the people that are taking the time out of their day to come and meet you. Mm. Like height preference for me is not superficial. When I'm moving as a black woman in the world and growing up, right? And so this is more so on me, but me and the society that has conditioned me, I'm already like masculinized as mm-hmm. like a dark skinned black woman and a tall black woman. I've already been made to feel bigger, aggressive, stronger. Right. The same mm-hmm. way that people look at Serena Williams and the hate that she gets and the hate that Kelly Rowland gets Say and that. all the rest of like, oh. And Meg the Stallion, right? Like, oh, she looks oh, yeah, like a man. Sure. And she For does sure, that Meg. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I've received all of that. So to me, it's not so unreasonable to want a partner that is taller. And it's not just because of how other people will look, but because of how I individually feel. I love being made to feel small, you know, and you can't control that in your day to day life. Like who's around you, obviously. But when it comes to your romantic relationship, you can choose that. Yeah. You can choose to engage with people with taller. So it makes me feel like it's very safe and protected. Like when I'm mm-hmm. around tall men and like to me, a man that is, I, I, I guess the deal breaker would be like at my height at the very least. But I definitely set it for a couple inches up just because of how men lie on these apps um, <laughs> up to about seven foot. You know, once we're pushing seven <laughs> foot, it's really challenging for me um, just to be real. I mean, the tallest person I've talked to is like 6'10", mm. and the shortest is probably like my height. So we're at, okay. <laughs> the rest of the deal breakers without explanation. But uh, for me, I am right now prioritizing like men who don't have kids just because that's like the place that I'm at in my life. I don't have kids and I just don't think that I'm, you know, fit or like mature enough to be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, family plans, wanting children is important to me. 
So that's something that I want for my life. If a guy is like dead set that he doesn't want to be a father, then he's just not the man for me. And that's fine, no matter how great he is. Education level, for me, it's at least an undergraduate degree um, because I have my undergrad degree and I'm pursuing postgrad. I just, I love academics and a guy that I can talk about that with and share that culture with is important. Elson, to your point, I've tried to open it up. I have talked to guys who don't have that education before and we had cool conversations. You know, it's really, again, it's no disrespect. Not everyone's career path even requires having an undergraduate education. But to me, I just found like the guys who I share that with, um, you know, things have just gone a bit further. Politics. My politics are mm. hard and negotiable. <laughs> Like, I just have these beliefs and they don't have to match one-to-one on like how we would vote. You think about raising kids and the kind of citizens mm-hmm. that you want them to be, if that's something you're interested in, that should need to line up. That's No, I can say that's it. Right? I'm going for me too. Politics, I'm, like, you gotta like, it's yeah. also about the mindset too. Like, not even just like party. Like, where, where, where are you thinking? Because like, yeah. are you just download information like do you do your own research are you actually trying to figure things out are, are you, you just actually listening? A part of the conversation, the conversation yeah. yeah yes so engagement you know and i understand the disillusion with today's political system i myself am not patriotic definitely couldn't get with the guy who is patriotic but it's that weird balance of like i know the system is up against us but I'm willing to do a little something to make it better for my community, you know, or even on a national level, I'm willing to be aware of what's going on and participate. So to me, that is like the bare minimum. And I'm, I'm dating some guys who are not U.S. citizens, you know. Mm. So it's also that conversation of like, I understand you might be more worried about or concerned about politics at home. And that's OK, too. It's just it's some kind of zeal that I think is needed um, for me to be intellectually stimulated. And then. The final, final thing, drinking, I'm like, I'm pretty open to all, but just not, you know, a super heavy drinker. Um, smoking, to me, like cigarettes or tobacco is a hard no. Mm, it is a yeah, hard no. Yeah, that's um, a hard no for me as well. Yeah, drugs, like, that's a weirder conversation because you have these guys who are like, oh, I did X one time. I did Y, Z, <laughs> another, but never not again. YZ, you know, so, I don't know, but yeah, I realized X is a drug once, once I said that. Um, but yeah, so to me, I live drug-free. That's how I carry myself. If a guy also lives drug-free, that's just an easy yes for me. Anything else, like we could probably talk about. Um, marijuana smoke is just an interesting kind of conversation or other forms of like consuming marijuana because, again, for me, it's a hard no, like in terms of what I want to do. But I'm recognizing mm-hmm. like the world is changing and how people find their peace and their comfort is changing. So. On an ideal spectrum, I would find someone that's like, no, 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 you know, and it's just as like, I guess, straight edge as I, I can be. But you got to be a little bit flexible in some areas. So, yeah. yeah, I think most of my deal breakers are really just around those like demographics, you know, kind of things. Uh-huh. And then life experiences where you can kind of get flexible. Okay. Okay. No, I totally thank you for being so transparent about that. You literally, I feel like went on, like went through the list of what's on like the hinge thing is like. This is what I am not flexible with and flexible with. And that kind of helped me to think about like how I'm going to answer the question as well. So thank you, Joy, for sharing. I guess I can go next and we can save Elson for last for his non-negotiables and negotiables. I agree. Like I, you know, my preference is men. I preference is black men to be specific. Um, What Mm -hmm. else? I love black men. Say that part. And I also realized that 
like God and like them having a relationship with God is very important. And I say that because like me and my mom, we have a very spiritual like relationship. And like, I feel like a lot of my friends like respect and understand my relationship with God, which I value. And I feel like that is something that is really important because I think that's who I turn to when things hit the fan. And I feel like when I want to raise kids, like I would want them to, you know, develop their own walk with God, but like us to both be on the same page when it comes to like figuring out and working through like problems and stuff like that through God. For a while, I was trying to be like, oh, maybe I'm open to like people who have like maybe a little bit, not, they had, they're still have a connection to God, but it's like different than mine. But now it's just kind of like, right. no, someone who's like actively invested in their relationship and walk with God is like, a must for me i'm christian you know baptist so like that realm of things i would like to keep the same just yeah so that's kind of where i'm at um in that regard education wise i do like people who have gone to college like i think we connect more in that regard but you know if god's not who god has for me i'm open but it's like i want someone who's like we can have intellectual conversations with and they're well knowledgeable about a lot of different aspects of the world from education to politics to different things you know to the freaking environment like i'm not the most skilled in like certain areas but like an openness and willingness to want to learn and like absorb knowledge very important and I, it's funny because I went through my phone and I found like my non-negotiables from 2019 and a lot of them are still the same. Mine are all very like non-tangible things. Like my first one was like vulnerability. So like I personally am not the most vulnerable person, but I'm really trying, like I'm realizing like it's so important to have someone who is able to be vulnerable and has already started doing the work to reflect and look within you know, and them being just self-aware is so important and something that I feel like I need because after dating certain people and them not being self-aware and seeing how much space they take up, like that is exhausting. So someone who's like vulnerable and like open, that is really important. Someone who's patient, I am an impatient person sometimes. So someone who's patient, like that is so important. And then I even think about like my dad and like kindness, like these are simple things, but I think it's like, these are things I want to manifest that are like characters, you know, and personality things that are like non-negotiable. Like I need someone who's kind, like my dad, super kind, all my male friends in my life, super kind. Like I'm surrounded by my brother, like super right. kind, like I'm surrounded by kind people. And I realize that that makes me a better person by having someone who like values that and grew up in that. Also Ooh. someone who's family oriented, these things seem so simple, but like my family is so important to me. I spend and talk to my family all the time. And like, if you don't have a healthy relationship i get that everyone's walk is different but i feel like i thrive best when i'm surrounded by people who are also family people because like yeah that's just deep rooted for me in regards of like other things height wise i'm five two so <laughs> you need to can you be like five huh? nine or taller huh? like preferably <laughs> like well, i don't I, the tall I delegation <laughs> uh has stepped into the room flag on the play why are we not looking at the <laughs> five two to five nine no range, ma'am? Because because I don't want my <laughs> wait, wait. She pressing about your high requirements. Like, I was letting her high requirements just be joy. She's like, leave the five nine to the five niners, like it's just the entry level for me of like, wait a minute. 
five nine and above is where we're trying to play. And so as you look, but as you you five tours infiltrate the market. Look, do I want my son to be five two? Do I want my son to be five two, five five? No. I want him to have a good, you know, space, you know, space to thrive. I don't want him to take after me with my shortness, you know, so I gotta give him some range through his father. So like (laughs) it's like five nine taller, probably like preferably like five eleven taller. Just so my son is not short. You know, my daughter, she can be short and cute like me, you know, but like I feel bad for my son if I you know what didn't give him a fair shot. I got some Seven, seven foot and for you. Let me go get them. No, 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 no. Look, 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 look. Because the tallest I've dated was six four, and I felt extremely short. Like that was like wow. Like I'm under your shoulder. Like that is a problem. So like I have my right. Like you can't really be just like a basketball. You know, six five. Okay. I don't think that's meant for me. I feel like I just look like your child. But like I think I can have a nice range. <laughs> a nice range. Um, I'm trying to think. Anything else? Yeah, just more like character things of like someone who who is driven, knows what they want in various aspects of their life. You know, career-wise, you know what you want. You're going out of your way to do that. Also, someone who knows what they want within a relationship, doing these dating apps and like meeting people i am learning just so how important it is and women we don't hear this enough but like what you want or what you are looking for is not worth compromising for any man and i say that because there's been so many times where people are like hey what are you looking for on this app and i would be hesitant like mm. let me see what they want you know and what what am i flexible with and and it's like mm, no actually be decisive of and be confident in you being intentional yeah. about what it is that you want and then me saying that and then them being like well you know i'm looking for something more casual like man what does oh, casual mean like what, what is let's see where means. it goes i don't got time look and for me it's just like I just said that I'm trying to be in a relationship and you saying casual. Are you interested? No, sir. I'm not interested because I've been told you what I want. And I feel like it helps me filter out people. So I like men who are, you know, I appreciate him being so honest and me. And but also giving myself the space to be honest about what I want and not feeling bad that I'm missing out on something like no more FOMO. Like let's date with intention and call it a day. So those are like my main ones. I feel that. I feel that. So I guess I'd listen to you know some of what y'all are saying. Thinking about my own, in the past I've dated you know, or had you know dealing relationship with non you know really? black women. But wait, repeat that. Sorry, I I didn't hear it. Can you go? Can you? Association. It's okay, Alston. We've all been we've all been there. <laughs> Not I'm saying like you know, but the purpose is black women. The idea of like intellectual. The ability to have intellectual, like, deeper conversations, like, that's important to me. On that note, so it's going to my mom, actually. I was like, I, I'm really appreciative for my mom. I think she helped me, like, my emotional intelligence. So I was like, I really mm. need a person who's, like, an effective communicator. Like, I don't mm. want, like, passive aggressiveness. Well, something's an issue. Let's really talk about it. Like, I want to have a conversation with you to like, kind of, mm-hmm. like, okay, this is where you're at. I get you're mad. Okay, let's talk through it. I think I'm a person that's really, like, yeah. all right, let's really, like, and I don't, I don't want to be like, okay, let's just find a solution so we can put it under the rug. It's like, no, like, really tell me how you feel. And then I'll be empathetic so, to a degree, <laughs> I feel like, to a degree. But then I really want to understand. So I feel like understanding, like, each other's sides, but then also a different thing of opinions. 
So mm-hmm. maybe like, you know, I was raised like this, you were raised like that, but we can figure out somewhere in the middle. In terms of job, I don't really care about the necessarily like the employment level. Uh-huh. I just hope that you're trying to that you want better for wherever you're at. Like wherever you're doing, I hope you like you're trying to achieve in that area. So it doesn't really matter like where you're at as long as you're like looking to excel. Yeah. This I is would interesting. Share that especially just, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, just to cut in during a pandemic, especially like that is a deal breaker, I think, to have some flexibility on. Right. Unless you mm-hmm. are trying to settle down tomorrow. For those of us who are in our early 20s, careers look crazy. You know, there's mm-hmm. still so much growth ahead of all of us. So if anything, like, you know, I can understand how the university related, you know, deal breakers are a cultural thing. But when it comes to having a job, there's so much room for all of us to grow. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And then this one has always been interesting to me. Deal breaker is my dad is always like, and I don't know if like a lot of black people do this, but like genetic testing, because like I have oh. sickle cell trait. He's always like, I don't mm. think that you should like find out if your partner has sickle cell trait so that you don't have a child. You know what I'm saying? That will have sickle cell. And I don't know that's a very, it's just like when you know better, you do better. And I know a lot yeah. of people are like, okay, sickle cell trait, you don't want to give your child a really high risk of having sickle cell. So you should, that's something mm. that you should like look into. So I feel like that's also something that people maybe like want to add to their, like, you know, dating trends, like just knowing like your genetic background mm. and how that also can like to about height and stuff like that, but even other things I think yeah. besides that could be interesting. And usually, some type of creative outlet. Like I like performing arts, or some mm-hmm. type of like you're some type of artist. Like so, I think that would help with the understanding of like me being in more of a creative space. But I also think that sometimes in being creative, you need also a partner who's going to ground you. So it's like someone who can bring you back from like the sky and be like, okay, <laughs> live <laughs> on this planet for a, <laughs> live on this right planet now. for a, one second for me. Um, <laughs> but that leads into a question I have for y'all. When y'all were talking. So I know that y'all said, like, you know, right now the landscape, right? It's like the hustle, the grind, entrepreneurship. And I know that y'all are talking about men who are extremely determined and extremely have their like eyes set on high achievements. Could you thug it out with the dude that has just just not I wanna say just the vision, has a vision, y'all believe in the vision, he has the skills and the potential, but he's in that period of trying to get there. Mm. I can go first. Yeah. No. My, can, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know that's, that's, <laughs> that sounds so bad, but like, I can't do that no more. What if he has like, okay, he is taking the steps. Like you feel like you could build then, Oh, him. for okay, sure. Okay. But like, there's men who just have vision. There's men who <laughs> have vision that. that are taking steps, but there are also men who just have a vision, but aren't doing anything with that vision and have had that vision for years. So, copy, you know, copy. like that's that potential space versus that actively working space versus being actually there. So like, those are the three steps, you know, and right, I can right, do the right. last two. If you're actively working, let's do this together. You know, like if you need help here, yes, but you're doing this for you. I'm not spearheading it. You know, like right. I'm here to assist not to be you know the, the leader you know of your dream so that's what i've learned <laughs> that i'm not mm-mm. that's hilarious no, i'm crying Actually, so not to be the leader of your dream no that's I the part that took me out i feel like I, I take a different stance on it again because i'm still in my early 20s i feel a bit more laid back if they're meeting all other criteria you know if i'm meeting this like fine like believing guy who you know gives back to his community and is, is fighting back against this system <laughs> and makes me feel comfortable and is attentive and you know wants a family someday and literally the only thing is just that he's still working on the vision like here, you know I think that there are going to be times when you find a difference in between like what you are capable of doing so by that I mean 
yeah, when the world opens up and it's about the types of dates that you go on, right, or your ability to travel, you'll probably notice slight differences in that area. But if he literally is like kicking off all the other criteria and that's the one thing, I'm not tripping right now, especially in the pandemic. I think when it comes to social distance dating, like the, you know, some of the most fun things that you're able to do are just like be in a park with someone, right? Or like take a hike with someone and like dates that really don't cost a lot. So if you are still grinding and I'm busy as well, like we can, we can just find those moments, like connect out in nature. But Joy, I want to challenge you. What if it's somebody, because I think what I received from Elson's question was like, is someone who just has a vision that like, oh, you know, I want to. No, 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 no. They have everything. They they, they are, they're working. But I'm like. Okay, wait, maybe I interpreted. Are you able to like, because it's a risk and reward. You don't know it's going to work out. You just know that the person is working. Okay, but see, that's where I took it as like dating with potential. Like that, there's a difference between someone who, because in my head, I'm like, I heard vision and I said, ooh, I've dated men who just have a vision. But aren't actively working at it. You know, they just kind of are all talk, but no work nah, behind you. it, you know, nah. versus like if a man, if a man has a vision for his life and he's passionate about it and he's going after it in his own way, I am full support. I think it's just there are also men that just have a vision and also women who just have a vision like, you know, I want to go to cosmetology school. But then I'm going to complain that I'm not happy about my job, but I'm not actively working to Got go, you. you know, like those are the people like those are the situations where I know I can't be my like no, to no. Inve- invest my time in, you know, I was more so saying like, could you be with a guy? Like I know like both of you have like, okay, college degrees. Right. But say the guy who's also really smart, didn't go to college, spots to make something for himself, but he's going more of that non-traditional route. But what I'm saying is like non-traditionally, there aren't those same benchmarks to kind of measure how much you're actually achieving the same way that there might be someone who's like more traditional, okay, college degree, like there's these like check things off. How do y'all measure that to be like, okay, cool. Like the effort you're putting in, I feel that's going to be returned. Like that's more like a feeling thing or you're watching that person like day, like, okay, I see the moves that you're making. Are you comfortable investing in that? Not knowing how it can turn off. That's that's more so what I'm asking. Okay, so dating someone who didn't do the traditional lifestyle. But they're that, trying, but you but, think but there's, going, but there's a lot of potential or to, like to, hope for them. For like them maybe to, they'll start their own business or they'll do this or do that. But it's like, you're going to be at that foundational level where it's like, okay, I see the dream. I think Joey's saying like she's laid back. She's down to, you know what I'm saying? Like if that person is focused on that, is that something that you're willing to do in a way, I guess? Yeah, I, I think, <laughs> you're I think lying. You're no, lying. no. I think it really depends on the. She's no, lying. no. It She's depends. Lying. It depends She's on the lying. person. No, no. She was like, like, you heard how high her voice was. That's cool. It's fine. Look, it depends on the person, honestly, because it's like there are certain people like for instance like my brother he just like college is not for him but he really is into music but and him and his friends and he's actually really talented so it's like i really can believe in him to do that you know and it's like so i do know like i so it is a possibility but it's depending it depends on that work ethic and like Mm -hmm, the intentionality mm -hmm. and how much you're pouring into that and like you know that part is important like how what is your foundation for you know how you want to move are you strategic in that space you know are you figuring out for me i think that's where it's different Ooh, i have another question oh, oh lord sorry how <laughs> we, we didn't even talk about this i know we talked about it a little bit but i think a lot of times like black women do play that role of like supporting like you know we see it in the movies and stuff like that like the black woman mm-hmm. always supporting like the black man's dream when it's really not you know what i'm saying as set in stone how important is it to y'all that like your partner also supports you and your dreams. Like how, what does that support look like to y'all? Okay. I want to talk about this one because I feel like this went really well in my first and previous relationship. 
Um, because Ashley mentioned earlier where sometimes women feel like, oh, I can't have this great relationship in career, mm-hmm. right? And I feel very strongly that the support that I had, like for my last partner, was to where I was pursuing everything that I wanted to do mm-hmm. and was still getting that emotional support. And that's not support you can get from a mentor, from a family member. It's mm-hmm. a different kind of intimacy and a different kind of trust of like, this is my vision. These are my goals. These are my dreams. Like, who can I really confide in? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. About these things. And even if they're not in the same industry or in the same realm or providing, you know, direct connections to you or introductions. I mean, that's, that's a crazy dream. That's some, you know, Will and Jada level <laughs> professional relationship. They, they can just support you. You know, you, yeah. you have someone who at the end of the day, end of the night is really just fully there for you that you can collapse into or that can like pour into you. And so to me, that's why I also just love being in a relationship. I think when we think about like, oh, the next step, a lot of people encourage like, oh, just be single if you're still building. But to have someone along on the journey, I think can actually take you along just so much farther fundamentally. When you look at women who are partnered, who have kids, who are also, you know, in boardrooms or, you know, have executive like level careers, to have that partner is so important. So many people, right, directors, when they get up and they think they're a partner, it's like having that other person mm-hmm. is what is going to enable you to go farther. So regardless of what gender you are, like how gender dynamics play, I think when you have that emotional support, it just, it really kicks in and enables you to like go after your career. No, maybe they're not always the person looking over your resume, but when you have those nights where you're like about to give up, you know, that person is like, you can do this. I believe in you. Or like rest or let me take care of this so that you can get to yours. Right. So I, I really believe in being partnered with somebody while you're building. And I think that that's okay for people of any stage, whether you're in your early twenties or late thirties or mid forties or whatever, like, just having a partner can be really beneficial to that career search and that professional journey. No, I completely agree. I think as black women, we carry a lot and we try to go, go, go do everything. And asking for help is one of my biggest (laughs) shortcomings. I do not like to ask for help and or receive help. So when I do find someone, I think that's also a green flag for me. And I feel like we didn't really talk about red flags, green flags, but a green flag for me is someone who is really passionate about what I want to do because I know that I'm very passionate and very supportive of what whatever my person friends anybody family wants to do so finding someone who genuine genuinely is happy to see me grow and to give me you know criticism help you know just a listening ear just a space like it's it's like a weight is lifted you know, that you have like this unconditional support from someone who is a significant other. So that is totally so important. I think that that will filter people out, especially in the dating space. Like I have this podcast, you know, and while I have a full time job and I work like I, I bring it up to people like, hey, I have a podcast, you know, and like the people who actually go and listen and like give me feedback or like, oh, tell me like that. That moves you more than just someone like, oh, I want to be on your podcast or oh, that's cool. Like, no, like. I love when people are able to pour into me because I it's easier for me to pour into other people. So that balance and I think I'm learning that it's okay to have someone along as we're going and growing through pains. Like again, I want to preface guys, I was not lying. I just I <laughs> back to that. <laughs> no, I want to bring it back up because I I just don't want to date someone who 
has potential but isn't actively working to do that if you're actively working to chase your dreams and it may not be perfect it may fall like I'm open as long as you're intentional and genuine about it and you're strategic let's do it you know but don't just be like complaining about your life but not wanting to change anything and hoping that I will carry it and do it for you you know, had to clear that nah, up. You're funny. I had That's to, but I just felt like everyone was like, like, Ashley's a liar. You probably come back in like arguments like, you know what? I just think it's funny that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make sure my point was across. You no, know, everyone I get, understood. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. You know, I started thinking about um, this idea, especially since it's black love. I think as we're talking about more relationships, a green flag for me, I guess, back is like that mindset. Like, yo. I'm young. Like, this is the only time I'm, I, I can be young. Are you down to build? Like, what, okay, what's the craziest dream that you feel like you're trying to obtain? How are you working to obtain that? Okay, cool. I'm down to help you. Mm-hmm, like you said, like, mm-hmm. let's work together to build. Because I really feel like at this age, like, even you know, through college and through different things, it's trying to understand, like, there's lovers, okay, and then there's partners. And, like, not every yes. lover can be a partner. But, like, mm. I think what Joy's saying, too, like, that's more about, like, that partnership. Like, okay, like, providing the intimacy and stuff, but, like, also doing, like, practical things. Like, I'll take this off your plate. I think it's also that, like, forward thinking that, like, someone mm. who can, like, kind of see the things coming your way from your, from your blind side that they can like, cause right, they know you I so love well. you. I'm going to like not handle that just because I feel like I have to handle it, but I know all that you're going through. And this is like uh-huh. another act of love mm-hmm. that I'm going to be able to like reduce the stress on you. Like that's big. Like we're yeah. about to like, we're going through a stressful time, stressful situations at work. And you know, that also starts to make a plan to who you are as a person when you're looking for love, like who can, Do it's that. not a chore when I come back, you know what I'm saying? To now have to talk to you and go through all your stuff. But like it's a space to be uplifted and to feel Kind of like I see you guys like, feeling small for like from both people, like both men and women want to feel light when they're with that person. Like mm-hmm. I just want to feel like all my cares and worries are, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to come and then like, ooh, okay, here you go. Adding to it. You want to find somebody that's kind of like reducing all that for you. And that goes to like the importance of friendship and building like a good foundation with yeah, people, with person, yeah, yeah. you know, because I think uh, when you throw sometimes enjoy, you can talk maybe about like your experiences and like trying to find that like partnership off the bat but then i don't i i don't know i feel like yeah friendship is so important and like really getting to know someone and knowing like their pits and like what they like and what they don't like i think that also goes into self-awareness and i feel like that builds good partnership is like someone who's self-aware but then also is observant of like what's going on in your life and figuring out like elson was saying that like how can I help in these different ways? Like, I don't have to carry your whole weight. It's not my job to carry everything that you're carrying. But where can I help to lighten your load to make it easier so that this can function even better, you know, and vice versa? You know, that and is. And when you start seeing that, I think, you know, as you can start looking at that between like, okay, this is probably the difference between like, okay, someone, you know, that I could build a future with, like uh-huh, Mary, or uh-huh. this is just like a situationship type thing, you mm. know, here and now, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. It's like, okay, we're, we're here for the moment. And how do you deal with those kind of situations? Like You enjoy situationships versus like, do you think that it's always day to marry? Oh, no. See, I don't get into situationships. We're dating yeah. or not. <laughs> there's no, to me, there's really no in between. Um, and I think it's just probably the nature of, again, like what I've been through. So my last one was, was a really clear cut. We quote unquote talked for one month and dated for seven years. Right. Mm. So boom. Right. Boom. Like like, period. Like boom. (laughs) Period. Because I think people know what they want. Um, okay. But in this climate, when you are talking about someone that you just have no mutual connections with, and I think that's the trouble of dating apps, Mm -hmm. it's 
a lot less likely that you're going to talk or date for one month and know who that person is and feel comfortable enough right. to want to attach your name and life to them. Like, yeah, I have a reputation and I have a community and I can't just bring anyone into that. It takes me a lot longer to fully build up trust with someone who, you know, shared background. For me, like there's no situationship. Um, I like to make things really clear. So, you know, whether it is dating with intention or casually hanging, like it's just articulated at the top. And if ever that. things change, I like for that to be articulated too, like on both parties, you know, little check-ins of like, hey, is it still like, you know, what you're looking for? Is it still what you want? Um, I'm definitely quick to drop people. And I know that that sounds cold, but I think it's actually hey, one of the nicest that. things that you can do while dating. So I'm really quick to be like, Hey, it's been, you know, great chilling with you, but actually I'm moving into more of an intentional space right now and trying to pursue other relationships. Okay, or, so you don't ghost, um, you just you know, drop. Was, that's, that's, that's kind. No, I do not ghost at all. And I've been ghosted, you know, several times. I think it's super disrespectful. So I like to let mm. people know, even if it's just like changing the nature of how I'm going to continue to engage with you. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. But you're not like, oh, wow, like I was, you know, I was coming to Joy, like with all these romantic intentions and it seems like she's just trying to sit back. I'm going to let you know where I'm at or the opposite, right? Of like, oh, wow, like I came to Joy Casual. Now she's trying to date, date. Like I'm seeing these stories and these Instagram reels and I don't know if I'm, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I sit with all yeah, this. Like, I'm, I'm definitely going to let him know like, <laughs> like, yo, it's not about you when you see the me and somebody's son. Like, you know, that's not about you. That's my <laughs> little vision and goals on the side. So. I get really upfront with people and I appreciate when they do the same with me. I think my next relationship is going to be a relationship. It's not going to be a little situation where we're trying to figure it out and craft and define it. If we don't know what it is, it's nothing. And that's fine. No, seriously. Talk your talk. She said, if it's not defined, it's nothing. Look, Joy, no, I think you touched on so much. And I feel like I'm in a space too, where it's like, I can't do situationships. Like it takes too much energy and i know myself like i'm a relationship person i can't be out here in these streets it's not for me and like nothing wrong with that like sometimes i wish i could just i wish i could casually date people and like casually have my fun and for people who can like that is so dope like i really wish i could like experience that because i feel like that's such a like thrilling and liberating experience (laughs) to just be able to just be casual and not have like feelings attached but i know myself like when i start to care for someone i need to care for someone to like be like connected to someone you know so like for me for a while i would you know be interested in someone i wouldn't like say anything like i would wait for them to tell me how they felt in order to establish the pace in which we were gonna move and then i'm realizing after like this past dating person situation that i was like "Mm, ashley you know what you want and that's okay and you can express it to that person if they're not in the same space or they're not stepping up in the way in which they said they would it is okay for you to be like "Mm, i'm okay like i don't need to proceed with this anymore and to be very direct and um, for myself and intentional with myself of like, Ashley, you know what you want. That is not bad. That is not too much. And putting that into the universe and like saying like, Hey, sir, men who are listening, Ashley is dating with the intent of, you know, establishing a strong foundation and connection that leads to a health, like not a health, just a relationship 
that is long like for longevity yeah. that's where i'm at and saying that confidently and i'm feeling and don't good. be scared don't be scared yes don't be scared that someone is going to like hear that and run i mean if they do they're clearly like not right for you mm-hmm. and that's, there that's are the guys part of who, it. yeah there are guys who will say it right back you'll say hey i'm dating with intentions oh me too and you're like oh wow this is great <laughs> even when it doesn't work i'm crying that's, <laughs> like no, the that's... bar is, the bar is really on the floor the bar is in hell like you're gonna you're good the bar is in hell but you're gonna hear it back sometimes and mm. that's really affirming and yeah. even again those guys who like you say okay i want to date with intention they say me too you go on two three dates and you feel like this isn't it whether you say it or he says it at least both of you were walking in like honesty during that time and you probably enjoyed the dates that you went on mm-hmm. and you might even remain friends so yeah. it turns out really well there are guys who will cap though so if we want to talk about some red flags yeah. oh, <laughs> I, was to say, I was like i was gonna say like we want to transition to some red flags but go ahead <laughs> If we want to talk about red flags, when you tell somebody what you want and they pair it back to be every single thing that you're claiming, <laughs> yeah. that's a red flag. Big it red flag. Obvious. It's like studying the job description at a job obvious, and you go in like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have all these qualifications, like, like, I have all these skills. <laughs> Wait, what else? The API? Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm reflecting everything that you said. I got it for you. Got the job. It's like, I'm didn't like, you say you could do this? You cannot. No, I never said that. <laughs> When I said that, this right. is what I really meant. Yeah. Like, why I said I can I'm do it, Microsoft Suite, I can only do Word. Like, I can't do all these other things <laughs> <Right>. you're asking me. <laughs> so you have to be so careful about telling, I think, women, especially mm. to men. Um, but I, I would say vice versa. Be very, be very careful about telling the other person exactly what you are looking for in another mm-hmm. person. And I don't mean your deal breakers. But when you say, oh, I want someone who, you know, this is a love language and this is mine and I like gifts and I love to be shown this and I love when he does these cute little things. When you say all that and you put all that information out there, That's it real. gives someone a blueprint to perform exactly to yeah. those expectations to keep you, yes, exactly where they want to keep you. Mm-hmm. And it's scary because I've actually heard that loud. I've heard a guy say to me, and this sounds so nuts saying it back, but I've heard a guy say to me, I know what I need to do to make you like me. I should have run for the hills when I heard that. <laughs> Wait, what? But the, the communication scholar in me was just so intrigued academically, you know, by like <laughs> interpersonal relations and like, what do you mean? But guys know it. <laughs> they know that if they perform exactly what you're saying and they do the bare minimum and they feign interest and they feign protectiveness and they feign jealousy and check in on FaceTime and give you that feeling of intimacy, like, it's very scary, but it actually is down to a formula. So like a lot of people do know mm-hmm. what they need to do to make you like them. Mm-hmm. And I think you should watch out for that. That's a red flag. Early commitment, way too early are red flag. So yeah. um, guys Same. that are I trying to you. take on the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I love your energy. I love your energy. is like a cool one because that's what Elston. I can hear Elston already like, oh, that's me. And that's fine. I'm but <laughs> I've heard some ones that are just a little too deep for someone that you like just connected with like a couple hours ago. So, um, you know, I was told like, I'm soulfully intrigued by you. And I was mm, like, that's, very that's deep. poetic and deep. Right. Like, real poetic. Yeah. You. So how do yeah, you really know or me? This person who, you know, I told him that I liked words of affirmation in our first conversation, which again, mistake. 
why did he now come and say, I promise to affirm you every day for the rest of your natural born life? I was like, bro. Did he go to church, school? Like, where did he, get? he took that from everywhere. Look, like, I'm going to just grab all the virtues and put it into one. Honestly, Joy, sorry. I'm just going to just just real quick. I can't stand men yeah. who make promises that they can't keep like no one asked you to that's a red flag when men no make promises one. no one asks you to but continue i just had to throw <laughs> that in there no that's a good one i mean i did a whole like you know i was trying to get my little speaking hour on i did a mini kind of like video podcast on this but there mm-hmm. are definitely a bunch of reasons why guys will feel motivated to make those promises and it often stems from insecurity it stems from feeling like if i don't tell her this right um, if I don't show up for him in this way, I'm going to lose his interest. And so that's when you're pretending to be someone that you are not just mm. because you know that that's what's going to keep that person's interest. It's fine um, in that, sure, you'll get the next date, right? If that was your objective, but it's not the way to set up something long lasting. And one thing I like to tell people, you know, if, as we get to like green flags, like relationships are just easy. You know, they are something where you show up as your literally your comfortable ass self like you don't have too much makeup on or if you love makeup you're in all your you know beautiful glam and the person's just like I like what I'm seeing you know and I like how I feel when I'm around you and Mm -hmm. you're not confused or concerned about how the other person feels about you that is the one that I'm really going to harp on um, especially like when it comes to this butterfly conversation because one thing I realized is in my original, you know, kind of relationship and uh, situation, I had butterflies that the other person had them at the exact same time. And that's something to more where it was like the girlfriend's enchanted love feeling, right? Where it's like, <laughs> whoa, this is insane that someone's feeling the same thing as me. That's love. And it's kind of like at first sight and it can be scary, but the other person is going to affirm with their words and actions hey, like that same nervousness you're feeling, I'm feeling. Now (laughs) that I'm a little bit more grown, when I feel those butterflies, it actually indicates to me that whatever I'm experiencing, I'm going through alone. And it sounds so weird because it's the Mm. same type of like giggly nervousness. But the difference is if I'm sitting here like, oh, what does he think? What does he feel? We're grown now. So if you're feeling that uncertainty because he hasn't told you because he, he doesn't feel it. <laughs> like, I really Got know it. now that that's an interesting take. that like that gulp in your like, you know, when you get in trouble, and you have like that feeling in your throat. Mm-hmm. Like if you feel that type of way on a date or waiting for somebody's call or da da da, it really means that you're in that on your own. It's like when you walk up to a job interview for using that, um, you know, kind of like metaphor. When you go to a job interview, you're nervous as hell, right? Mm-hmm. Your employer isn't. They're just like, okay, next candidate. They're not so <laughs> nervous to meet you. So you should be thinking that same way when it comes to dating. If you're feeling like, oh my God, I might throw up and you have no indication that the other person is there with you, just assume that they're not there with you and that you are you know, either insecure about something, you're mm. not fully comfortable with this person. Those are signs to actually take. Um, so that's more so I think like yellow flags because it's hard to sort out. But when you see those butterflies, it's actually not the best thing. Then finally, mm-hmm. I'll just wrap with like there's real clear red flags, like someone who makes up excuses mm-hmm. um, when you're still just getting to know them. So if they said that they would take you out and did it and then you kind of call them out on it and they act super defensive, they try to flip it back on you. Um, those are emotionally manipulative yeah, behaviors. Trying to distract you is an emotionally manipulative behavior too. Mm, so mm-hmm. I just really encourage people to look into these like 
especially guys, I don't know, like you ask them a question. I know we have a bad habit as women <laughs> of throwing y'all multiple questions and then y'all answer one. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> It'd be in like text form. Like, all right. Answer all of these. It's like, okay, short responses. <laughs> Send a voice right. memo. But okay. You, you can, you got a time. voice memo over, over one minute, you know, where we ask you eight <laughs> questions, but if he tries to now like, send you a meme and distract you that's oh, a red flag mm-hmm. this man I'm is not screaming. respecting you and answering you directly if he shows up late to the date mm. that's a red flag and just late in if general he tries to, <laughs> just late in general and people want to have grace for this one but i promise you this man is at home it's a pandemic <laughs> he has all the time where was he? he he wasn't seeing nothing i pr- I promise you so if you no. have this date that was set up far yeah. in advance why is he 30 minutes late there's actually yeah. like <laughs> there's no traffic no no where i'm ta- like the late like but the late because look <laughs> i'm an a no time person and i can attest like i'm always like people need to be on time but it's like when is it when you're dating someone and like there's plans and stuff like that like yeah. that's just a different level of like because like, you gotta do preparation for the date right so it's like you were know you preparing for the date Did you, you know get ready? Was and you like, like you're late going to show up or just like you like consideration enjoy i don't know did you have anything else you want to add before i jump in i completely just jumped in the middle of your thing no red flags can go on and on and on <laughs> so i'll stop there but i agree like just as you prepare and you know that you're taking time out to see somebody, they will very, you know, with their actions, they will demonstrate to you how they perceive your time and how they care about your time. If they're consistently canceling on you, rescheduling, Mm -hmm. if they're only available at certain times and like you call them and they, you know, suddenly like it's like a problem, like that person's in a relationship, relax. (laughs) (laughs) There are weird signs that you kind of take and I can go on and on, but I think that those will definitely get people at least started on the right foot. Okay. And I, I also have a point to make too. I think on the, on the, on the guy's perspective, right? I'll say this. Uh Uh Oh, okay. Now listen to this red flags, right? Because there are, I think to me, like the way you handle disagreements is a red flag. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this because I feel like there are, and I want you to be like, okay, black women, like just women who can be, professionally mature but are emotionally immature sometimes mm. and that can show up where it's like sometimes a guy isn't thought on like quote unquote to be the more mature person but i feel like there are times like other guys out there who are like are mature and then it's just like wait mm-hmm. i was expecting more of you in this area and it doesn't seem like i'm necessarily getting that back and now i don't know how to operate within that because like there are ways to take accountability and do certain things answer questions but i don't feel like i'm receiving that and i feel like sometimes when the tables are turned that is fair that's hella fair. You drop her. That's that's how you respond. <laughs> drop them. But you know, I think I'm the thing you. is, I think guys struggle with that. Guys, I think yeah. guys do struggle with like, you know what? I'm into the back seat. I'll just chill and like let her say, which is like not good either. Yeah. Everyone listening, but like, have you had that? Like, it was like someone just like, okay, they were trying, and then she's like, okay, cool, like a drop and like all effort, all of this, and it's just like, okay, we're playing the waiting game. So who's gonna say like, all right, this is this is cut, this is done? You're asking more of like, have we been in spaces where? The man has been more mature oh, in no. conversations. Or oh, sorry, I got lost. More so, she was like Joey saying, "Drop it." So I was like, I think sometimes oh, also guys have hard times ending things. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, I don't think men end things properly. Yeah, like, they I think they, they just exactly. they, they just like, drop off, just drift f- off. Like you know and what? Ghosts, okay, so. kind of. <laughs> they don't communicate, but at the same time, I do want to acknowledge your point that the amount of men that are like emotionally mature. Compared to like the amount of men that are emotionally immature, 
wide range and the same thing goes for women you know when you're only around men who are emotionally immature you're emotionally immature and like that's everyone's personal thing of like getting past that immaturity and learning how to effectively communicate like that's just like it's a it's definitely like a larger thing that everybody has to work on you know and i think that it's fair that if men are around women that aren't emotionally mature like you know have a conversation about it if people aren't willing to change or like grow like you got to drop them. Like, like, certain stuff like you know For what? Sure. An argument, you're not mad enough. You being mad shows me you care, so I'm going to push your buttons oh, yeah. to get you petty. mad. You're petty. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, like, the that's, that's emotional yeah. and mature ways. Like, and I'm, I'm too, like, yeah, like, cool. Like, I do like you, but like, I'm, I'm too grown for this, like, to be, like, yeah. playing this game where it's, like, you think that me, you know what I'm saying? Being mad is something that's supposed to show you, like, I have affection for yeah. you. It's like, why can't that be shown? It's a, the ways. emotional ma- manipulation is very um, common. I think your comment um, about yeah, like sides, dropping. Yeah. I think honestly, women we prolong stuff and just sit in it. I feel like men may prolong stuff while also being on the hunt for something better. Like, <laughs> like or they'll or they'll just fade away. Like they're like, let me like I'll keep this around as I find something better. Women are like let's try to get through it let's just i'll just sit in like sad like in this uncomfortable space and tolerate it you know and it's like both are just both unhealthy in the beginning and like it's i think it's honestly like us creating spaces where we can educate one another on the best ways to communicate and like what you need what you want if you're not getting that being okay to stand in that and if you lose someone that is fine like it is bet you're sometimes better off being outside of that space to learn what it is that you need than to sit in something or to think that that's the best you're going to get you know like so i think it's more about us changing the narrative of what it means to not feel fulfilled and learning how to communicate that to that significant other and that's also you know why therapy is so important therapy be like really checking me like ashley mm, that's not the best that might not be the best for you and be like okay let me figure out how to articulate that and walk confidently in what i need and what i want so i think it's just us having those conversations about how to properly end things and joy i think you do a really good job and you can maybe elaborate more on like how you're just very intentional about saying this is you're not showing up the right way and like holding people accountable and also yourself because you know that you're doing that it starts as a feeling kind of, again, like in your gut. So whether it's that like awkward butterfly feeling or like lump in your throat, something's not right. Or even just, you know, administrative, wow, mm-hmm. this person is an hour late. You know, like whatever, <laughs> whatever signal you get that tells you I need to end this, I try to act on it fast. So I take mm-hmm. into consideration, you know, if the other person told me they're having a really tough time right now or da, 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 I try to pace it. Like I'm considerate of the other person but I'm still going to let them know quickly. So I like to do this via message, which is not everybody's preferred thing, but I think to me that's the most considerate, especially for people that you barely know. Like you don't want to set up another date with them just to tell them that it's not working. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's a waste of time. Right. Like I'll shoot a message. It's crass that some people might consider that. Again, I think it's just like the most like merciful thing you can do. And I've also gotten these messages too. First, a message representation, right? You, You layer, you sandwich it you so much for really letting me get to know you or for opening up to me or for all the time you dedicated or the creative day or whatever the person did that you're grateful for then I say like you know just depending on the thing if I was disrespected I don't feel respected right and I'll just very clearly communicate that this is not what I expect um I don't like how you responded when blank 
whatever it is. I try not to even go into the nitty gritty because I'm not going to go back and forth with this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like some men are encouraged to do. Like I've delivered my message and then had men argue with me, like as to why I'm wrong. Or I'm like, we definitely don't. So try to deliver it as clearly and concisely. You know why you're moving on, and why you don't feel comfortable, or why you feel disrespected, or if you're just not interested, it's just not there for me. Then let them know nicely, right? Yeah, and wishing I, you all the best in the future. I think that's so important to do, and also, you know, I've been working on grace just in general. So I'm usually the type of person like mm, red flag, mm. and sometimes it's like, yeah, Ashley, that's a red flag, and then other times it's like, okay, Ashley, we all aren't perfect, you know, and there is grace that can be given i think but there's a certain limit to the amount of grace that you get and just knowing what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with and learning how to articulate that is so so imperative so to wrap this whole beautiful great fulfilling conversation i think we can just like maybe name off rapidly three good green signs that we really want three green things i would want one i would love someone that just wants to travel with me to explore mm. new things so my hope is that when things become safe again we can actually start to explore more of the world i feel like i was really just picking up on that before the pandemic hit so mm-hmm. someone that i can take along on those adventures mm-hmm. or just even vacation incredible then number two would be a man i'm inspired by mm-hmm. because i think i often carry that function of like being an inspiration for people in my life which mm-hmm. i'm like very humbled by and grateful for but i want someone that you you know, I look at him and I'm like, damn, you know, like that would just be so great to, to <laughs> want to be like someone. And then I think the third green thing, someone just makes me laugh. This is such a, you know, and, and it's been so difficult. So someone that really has me just like, you know, I call it my chest laugh. It's like when I like wheeze, like I run out of breath. <laughs> that for me is like kind of difficult so someone that brings out like that laugh i love it i love it elson i guess the first thing is like someone that can teach you something like i feel like there's like new things to be taught and i think similarly to what joey said people always think i'm like super knowledgeable and stuff like that but i feel like i'm super like into like just learning something like you know teach me something different like i don't like you can talk like talk to me teach me um so yeah that would be dope just down for adventure like just down for whatever like I, I want to do this. Like I'm behind you. Like I think just trying to get new experiences and really trying to experience that all life has to offer is something that's really big for me. I guess someone looking to create creative energy, just trying to make something out of nothing, having visions, having a dream, like someone who really has something that is like, nah, it's going to take people to kind of build this. I'm like I want you on this journey with me. I guess someone who's mm. open to having another person on that journey. Okay. You guys have good answers. I got to step mine up. Um, I definitely think someone who is spontaneous in the regards of like, I'm a very, like, I'm usually structured, but I try to like have fun. So someone who's just, just as down when I have these spurts of like excitement to go somewhere or do something or see the world or do different things. And they're just open to coming along or like they have an idea and like we plan. So I think someone who's spontaneous, I think someone who I would have to agree with Elson, someone who's like creative 
but then also kind of joy like the inspired part like someone who's just like don't be trying to put ours together i can who said i couldn't okay <laughs> that counts as my number two creatively inspired <laughs> I'm, an Asian. I'm crying um but no like i love with, to with energy <laughs> you know <laughs> like i love to like draw and paint and i like to you know do different things go different like someone who's just creative and just is open to trying new things um in a creative space but then also introducing a new creative element to me you know and like finding new ways to have memories that are unique Ooh, memories I like yeah that. you know Someone i want to create memories you know create unique inspiring memories you know let's tie them all back <laughs> together <the> like. <laughs> and, then, and then my final one i would say I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say consistency. Consistency is okay. such a green flag for me. Like, I don't think I have to really elaborate. Just consistency. Like, no, that 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 is whew, that does it for me. Like, please. That is that is so beautiful. The so. bar. The bar is on the floor. But I love it. it. It's getting <laughs> she said the bar. But no, Joy. This Yo, has been, been a such a great conversation. This living up to your name. It's look, been amazing. I'm literally leaving fulfilled <laughs> and full of joy. Um, but no, Joy, do you have any last thoughts? Anything last things you want to say before we wrap? I hope people just continue to, you know, be daring and put themselves out there. It's totally okay to fall for someone and have it not work out. It means mm. that you cared, you were being you and you tried. So I actually hope that people do more of that until you nestle with the right person and I don't think that there's one the one like that's definitely something I've learned I feel like there are different ones for different areas and stages of your life so just mm-hmm. find the next one Ooh, she's gave me an idea oh what's this idea you it's a small thing Elton said, I'm, gonna turn, <laughs> said, I'm gonna turn this situation into a relationship <laughs> listen everybody they trying not to you know take any L's on his journey of finding love, but you can't spell love without it. Oh, look. The poet has That's spoken. It. He has dropped the mic. You're going to get hurt at some <laughs> point. You're trying to make sure it, you're going to get hurt. You're trying to make sure it's not true, but sometimes you can't do that. It's inevitable. Everybody's getting you know, Everybody, mm-hmm. literally. Love is a risk. So yeah, thank you for that, Joy. Yeah, that was a good gem. Thank you, Joy. And I guess my little token away is just be honest with yourself about what you want. Don't know that what you want isn't too much. And to just go after it and know that you're worthy of receiving that. Love that. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes. Thank you, thank Joy. You so for Love us. you. Bye. Follow Joy on all of her social platforms. So happy to share. You can find me online on all social platforms at my first name, last name. So that's J O Y O F O D U. F as in Frank, D as in dog. Joy Ophodu on Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, literally wherever shenanigans about tech and dating can be found. I'm there at my first and last name. So, so excited to welcome you all to my digital community at Joy Ophodu. Woo! Wasn't that a good conversation? No, facts, like, facts. Uh, I love Joy so much. She just has such a dope no, she's mad funny. Just, she's mad funny. <laughs> she makes me so happy. And I'm happy she was like the perfect person to come on and talk about singleness and dating, you know. Not for real. She changed our whole course. Look. Like, we thought it was going to be like a little 20, you know what I'm yeah, saying, 20, 20 minute, minute conversation. We said, this oh. is a full episode. Said, okay, now, like, I heard you, like. And it was good. I feel like a lot of stuff needed to just, you know, be put on the table. A lot of stuff was said. A lot of education happened, you know. Mm-hmm. But I know hopefully lord hopefully you ain't single for long <laughs> husband come on i'm just kidding no, no. yo you're a buddy what well, you know what
I feel like the next episode should be about relationships. I, like, I, would, I mean, it only makes sense, right? It yeah, makes sense. So it would be perfect. So stay tuned for like a part two, maybe. Yeah, a part two is coming. A part two is coming. Okay. We're gonna have the boss lady said it. Part two is coming. <laughs> be ready for that conversation. We're gonna have um, more guests that are in different stages within relationships, different years or like a Parts few months lives. like what has love taught them yeah, what has relationships taught them we really want to that. give advice from people who are actually in that space because we are not <laughs> <laughs> so definitely didn't want to impose any of our or some of our thoughts but n- not too many so not for sure it's always we're always teachable and ready to learn so we're, yes. we're this is like we're listening for the first time you know in a long time like we'll be listening too yeah so you guys get ready we'll stay, stay ready. ready so you don't gotta get ready i did it it's wrong okay. every time it's a minute i was like wait, wait which one is okay <laughs> but you know what i'm saying but yes enjoy it was so good talking to you guys comment below if you're single you know let us know your best like yeah 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 comment below <laughs> and let us know like how you shoot your shot like because we're we going no, to we gonna not, open we're gonna open with that like we're gonna open saying? next week What's talking about like shooting shots before I'm we jump crying. into these I'm relationships so funny. let us know your best pickup line all right y'all all right bye guys peace